I can't do it. Can't do it. Oh, shit, I'm getting wet. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That's Welcome what to she the said? <laughs> that wasn't even words. <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping this. Welcome to the Benchmark Podcast. This is Brother Wolf here. I'm joined with... <laughs> this is YNB Collins. And we also and have Via Satellite. You know, and you know, you know, as always, Rev Ross here. So today we have quite an interesting topic that is a uh, very... Um, timely. T- timely, definitely. Um, me, personally, uh, my brothers know this. They, they, they rag on me all the time. I get a lot of my news from off of The Daily Show. And that's why we rag on you. All the time. The reason why is because news is normally so down and in the dumps. Why not take a little spin on it and add a little bit of humor to it while we're going to it? It it makes a difference in the day, if you ask me. So, with that being said, uh, recently uh, the, the... Third host of The Daily Show, uh, Trevor Noah, has uh, retired. He's left it. And uh, the showrunners have been scrambling in order to find some a new person in order to take over. Uh, they had 10 uh, guest hosts, which five have already gone. Five are coming up in order to go ahead and see uh, which ones are going to work for the show. Um, my brothers, do you think I should just go ahead and do the list so they'll know who we'll start working out with? Uh, of the ten, uh, let me. I just want to interrupt for a second. So, what the Daily Show is doing is trying to go ahead and go through a list of potential guest hosts. Mm-hmm. Some have been correspondents to see who will go ahead and be the flag bearer. Is that a fair statement? Yes, sir. The the new host. Yeah. And the question we're having today is, which individual does the most positivity as far as Daily Show branding? Who 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 should be carrying the torch? Almost a continuation of our branding uh, conversation yeah. that we had not that long ago. I agree completely. So the question is, who do they pick? Why do they pick them? And we're once again having a non-scientific ranking about who's best and why they are. So go ahead right now, brother. Tell us the top. Oh, excuse me, not the top. Please go ahead and indicate who is on the list. So the first five hosts for that have already gone have been Leslie Jones, Wanda Sykes, D.L. Hughley, Chelsea Handler, and Sarah Silverman. Those are the five that have already gone. The next five, whereas if you want to check into the Daily Show, you'll see coming in the next month, are going to be Al Franken, John Leguizamo, Hassan Minaj, Cal Penn, and Marlon Waynes. That's going to be the last five that they're, that they're going to do, that they have so far. They're hoping that they'll, I guess they'll have somebody by the end of this five. If not, they're going to probably do another five. Which is also frightening to see this could conceivably go on forever. But uh, we figured we'll go ahead and help out The Daily Show. Us three will rank the 10 they have. And we said, you know what? We'll say the top three of the 10 we have, and then we'll provide our own flair, give a little bit of alternate action of who you think could run The Daily Show and who will be the best one. Once again, I'm going to pick correctly, but you know. We'll see what my brothers do because they like to cheat. Really? You're going to pick correctly. Okay. Just like he picked San Francisco. Just like I picked not Rain wow. Dakota. <laughs> yeah. mm. Just like we all picked not Rain Dakota. <laughs> Jeez. Uh. So, yeah, um, with that going, since I've already uh, made the intro, I'll go ahead and do my, my picks first. 
uh, let's get these out the way. Well, which way are you ranking them from what to what? From worst so, to best, best to worst. So I'm going to go with my top three, starting with three. Okay. And uh, the third one, I'm going to say Al Franken. The reason why I would go with Al Franken is because he has the most uh, political background out of all of these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the person that really knows about what's the internal workings of government and what's going on with it. Uh-huh. And I do believe he has probably the most contacts out of all of these people uh, as far as that's concerned because he's had the, uh, I, from what I've seen, he had the longest career out of all of the ones that have all been on the list. Doesn't that mean we're worried about him dying mid-season? <laughs> This is true that that would normally be a uh, a uh, a problem, but also do keep in mind that people are living a lot longer these days. Uh, at, at look at our recent two sitting presidents. So, man, I I can't explain that one. They got better health insurance plans than we do. Yeah, something like that. Uh, so that would be my number three pick. Uh, also he he was pretty uh pretty interesting, pretty fun on SNL when he was on there. I did like some of his sketches on SNL. Uh, the second pick I do would be uh Sarah Silverman. I I'd say she's definitely uh a person that is, it, it, other than Franken, she is more in touch with the the new uh generation and the younger audiences and i think that'll be a big key to making sure the daily show keeps their audience uh i i think trevor was good with that but uh i think sarah will also be good with that also she is pretty funny she has a silver tongue um she is uh very laughable uh in certain areas and uh, my my brother said it, and it made me think about it a lot. Um, she's also to the point where as she's not so irritating to certain people, whereas she wouldn't be able to be on the show at all. And um, she she isn't too far to the left. Rev, I mean, I don't dislike anyone he's chosen so far. I mean, Al Franken's a good goal because of his experience being a senator. Silverman is, I've always liked her. I mean, she uh, she's just, she's funny and engaging. I just, I'm not sure about her ability to carry a show like The Daily Show, but I, I might be wrong. I've been wrong before I'll be wrong again. Ah, so you admit I'm right. I admit that I've been wrong. Mm, close enough. <laughs> and uh, my number one pick would have uh, would be DL Hughley, and that 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 pick to me, I my my brother uh, says it goes too far, but I think uh, for as far as the show is concerned, I think it would be uh, definitely taking a different step, a different direction. Okay. Uh, we want to do the alternates. Do we want to do the alternates now or later? Um, uh, do y'all want me to go with my alternates now? I guess I'll go with my alternates now. Rev, you, you, you break the vote on this. You want to do them now or you want to do them later? We should probably do them a little bit later so we can okay. get through the, the mains out the way. All right, so make sure we, just in case you decide to have technical difficulties again, you go first before me. Okay. All right, all right, cool. Then, um, I'll, I mean, I'm, it's real easy. My, uh, so I'm going to do the same thing that Brother Wolf did. I'm going to do my top three, starting with three. Um, and 
Uh, number three is going to be uh, Hassan Minaj. Okay. Um, he already has his own, he already had his own show on Netflix for a while that was uh, about addressing some of the concerns of the nation and stuff like that. So he has the ability to stand in front of an audience and command them uh, with and have the interplay of knowledge and comedy at the same time. Like this is what's going on. This is let's make this funny. This is what's going on. Let's make this funny. Stuff like that. So he has that ability to weave those things. Um, I mean, in general experience. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, he was also on um, um, Daily Show for a while too. So mm-hmm. yeah. And he, and also, he also he also plays up that um, almost a tradition of Daily Show correspondents becoming hosts. You know what I mean? Like, for at least for a little bit, you know what I mean? I also want to say that he is one of the few comedians on the list that is, he's noticeable, but he's, he's real famous with younger people. So he's, again, he approaches that younger core audience. He, he, he makes the core demographic of the show younger. So that keeps it fresh and keeps it going forward. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the ideas that I would pick for him. He has a couple of uh, cons because of, you know, he's a little bit far left-leaning. Um, and although that hasn't really stopped anybody uh, too, too, too much, it is, it can be a problem because one of the good things that Trevor was able to do in his show was have people from either side of the aisle come on and he was able to ask them direct questions without seeming confrontational. Mm-hmm. Like I that was say, just, I will say undoubtedly uh, Trevor Noah was the best host that the daily show had. Yeah. I know I, you, you didn't like John Stewart. I know that much. So yeah, like he's I, better as a congressional it, yeah. testifier, but as a host, I regularly skipped it. Right. I would not watch it because of John Stewart. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, that's fair. I mean, I like John because he was courageous enough to tell some of these people how it is. Um, I mean, credit where credit is due. He did. But break Trevor down. was Trevor was curious, yes. genuinely curious about like why these people did what they did, and or make the decisions they made, and they were happy to talk about those things because he was genuinely curious because he's. An outsider, you know what I mean? He's from Africa. So he's learning about all of our policies and stuff while teaching us at the same time, you know? So, like, he was learning while we were learning at the same time. It's a a cool thing. Um, My number two is uh, uh, Cal Penn. Um, I picked Cal uh, because Obama picked Cal. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> he has experience working with the Obama administration, so he does have that connection with 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 government and with making big decisions and stuff like that. But he also has his time working with the Obama administration. He made lots of friends in 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 D.C. across both of the you know across the aisles. So I'm. And I, and I like Calpin. Calpin's always been one of those people that he's funny and he gets roles that are funny, but he is remarkably intelligent. And I think that he would also, 
he would ask really engaging questions and he could kind of not like Trevor was where he was asking questions that were poignant because, you know, he was trying to figure things out. But Cal can ask from a point of view of, I really want to solve the problem. How can we solve this problem together? And what can you bring to solve this problem? Exactly. Um, because I know what I have to solve this problem. Now I need to know what you have to solve this problem. Um, and number one is, surprisingly, John Liquizamo. What? Um, yes. I, okay. He, he was good in Chef, but he wasn't that good. He also starred in Super Mario Brothers. I think he made a good Luigi. Everybody, look, every, everybody <laughs> got to start somewhere. You're not my friend anymore, Brother Wolf. <laughs> everybody has to start somewhere. But that's not what I'm talking about. Again, John Leguizamo is actually surprisingly... Like, people will say this, and I say surprisingly, but they don't think about comedians and actors being as intelligent as they are, but they are. And... His last, he had a special recently that I watched, I think it was on Netflix, where he just ran down like, uh, he ran down like uh, Latin American history and stuff like that, which was beautiful to see. And how does that make you intelligent by reading a history book? Well, I mean, you're being mean, brother. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is this: I, I, would, would, expect, say, I would say this. I would expect I would say this. Minaj I would to say know. This. Go ahead, Rev. Go. I would say this. You would say that you. You would say that you can say that you not intelligent for reading a history book, and I would. I would almost agree with you, but with what we got going on concur- currently in our in our nation, where parts of the country are refusing to acknowledge history for what it is, I think that his presence would be beneficial to the fight to hold that history as our history. We have to take the good with the bad. Okay, what I'm arguing is different from that. I'm saying that I'm not surprised that a man who is Hispanic has knowledge of his Hispanic history. Just like I'd expect a individual who is black to know about black history, a person who's Asian to know about Asian history. So by definition, typically speaking, the Latin lens is not used or discovered or analyzed. I, I, I agree with that, but that doesn't make him smart. It makes him valuable providing a unique insight, not necessarily intelligent. Now, I'm not uh, knocking the man's intelligent intelligence. I'm just saying that's not the best barometer. That's fair. I, I, that's fair. But I do think that his perspective would be interesting for the show going forward from a perspective that they haven't had it from. So you're talking about John Leguizamo's Latin history for morons? Uh, yeah. Okay. And like I said, I, I'm not against him. It's just one of those, will he be able to command an interview-style show and stand-up show? And as a stand-up... Yes, he could do that. Can he interview though? And that's the other question. Yeah. And, and I can't say yes or no. The stand-up part, he can theoretically well, I feel, do. I feel like he could, I feel like I've seen, I feel like he can do both. And I you my think thing be- is both that I have Cal Penn. I, re- mm. I mean, you put him as number I don't one. No. I, I don't know. I don't know cuz the 
And no, I, mean, I, I don't know about. I, I might have to take that back. I might have to switch those two. I might have to switch Cal and, and John, just because I think Cal would just be more. He's more tuned into the politosphere. Did, you know did, what I mean? Did the uh, Y and B Collins just uh, Jedi mind trick you? <laughs> <laughs> I told you. No, because on my on my on, the problem is is that on my on my ori- the original original way I had ranked all of them, all three of these men had the same ranking. So I had to give them a Freaks. different rank because they were my top three. Period. Okay, well, you didn't do anything. Else. <laughs> so, I, I, I understand why you picked Leguizamo because uh, originally I told my my brother this that uh, that these were all uh, that that he was one of the more entertaining out of the ten that I saw personally. Uh, I I do uh, I do find entertainment in his work. But um, as far as actually, uh, I, I get he's a big unknown as far as actual interview style. Um, that yeah, and that's yeah. that's where the problem would be at. Yeah. So, uh, are you keeping the? Well, so, what is the final answer? What's your so, so, my final my final answer would be it'll be uh, uh, Hassan uh, Minaj. Liguzamo pen. Okay, so you're pen at the top. And Brother Wolf, can you All go right. down yours again? Uh, my top uh, three were... Into the mic. My top three were Al Franken, um, Sarah Silverman, and D.L. Hugo. With D.L. being top, right? Yes. Cool. All right. So now, let's have a little bit of fun. Mine's easy. Number three, Al Franken. I mean, you said the same reasons. We all agree with it. He's the safe pick. You know what I mean? Right. It's one of those, know what? I will never go into a room and feel threatened by Al Franken. So I will be more inclined to listen to what he has to say. So it's the safe pick. It's the easy pick. The the political experience, actually being a senator, a years of experience. I mean, the political context. I, th- I think of this all the time. I think of the fact that uh, when it came down to it, he was involved in the scandal. And rather than drag the party through the mud, rather than drag the state through the mud and anything like that, even if he may or may not have done it in his own mind, he said, I will uh, resign. And that takes a lot of courage to say, I'm just going to step out, you know? <sighs> Courage or common sense? Because uh, both, it, both. <laughs> absolutely. You know, uh, Rev. Sound like you had something you wanted to hit me with? Nah, man. I, I agree totally with Brother Wolf on that one. That's just, you know what I mean. Some you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Fair enough. All right. Uh, number two, uh, agreeing with you, Sarah Silverman. It's one of those where I don't agree with the toilet humor, but sometimes it's just enough to poke the bear to get the response you need. But because you are usually working with a team, I believe the team can help rein her in and she'll put her spin on it, but it won't be the focus of the bit or focus of the joke. You know what I mean? Like I could imagine Roy Wood being like, hey, calm, calm down. <laughs> calm down. I need a job. Yeah. <laughs> like I figure Roy And I just want to put it on the record, uh, Daily Show, the fact that Roy Wood was not in that immediate list. I hope Roy Wood turned it down because he had some other prospects. Because Roy Wood is just on the slick better than you realize. Um, but yeah, so like there's not much to add to it. And so that's my number two. Uh uh, female 
younger generation appreciated. And I mean, I'll be honest, she's cuter than Al Franken. <laughs> I will not <laughs> debate you on that. I mean, Rev. <laughs> I thought uh, first brother Wolf was gonna say I I disagree on that when he said I would not. I'm gonna be like, well, look, man. However you feel about Al Franken is on you entirely. Fair enough. Um, this might be a new scandal, right? <laughs> and number one, and it's the easy answer, Cal Penn. Intelligent, minority, uh, and I do believe, like Trevor Noah, he can go ahead and garner answers and pull uh, information out from people to a sense where they are not attacked but are genuinely being introspective and genuflecting to go ahead and solve the problem. So if we were arguing about insurance, I believe he would get the other the opposing side or sides to say their piece, but we could go ahead and make easy concessions to make common sense answers. That that so that's my easy like so number one Cal Penn, number two Sarah Silverman, number three Al Franken, and there's a lot of overlap in this list. Right, a lot of overlap in this list. So to to shake it up, <laughs> we got to go to our alternates. <laughs> so uh, Rev Ross, hit your alternates first. What you got? Give me two alternates. All right, so people, my two alternates, uh, I went straight to the internet to find my two alternates. And more, my Don't first alternate Pat. is, no, I didn't, but I kind of did. My first alternate is Hank Green. Hank Green from um, uh, Mental Floss. Hank Green. I, I, I'm drawing a blank. Hold on. You know this guy. I know Hank you Green, know he's been there. You all. know him because he started uh, the YouTube page for uh, Crash Course. So he helped start Crash, Crash Course, Course history. Crash Course. Um... Crash Course. All the Crash Courses. That's all. That's all, Hank. Uh, and so, like, he he has a persona on like social media and stuff like that where he's very much of the we need educated people and intelligent people to make intelligent decisions and he's one of the people that is kind of beloved by the internet because he's just so naturally I guess gung-ho for knowledge you you know what I mean He's just kind of gung-ho for, like, getting knowledge out and letting people learn and teaching things. But I think he would be an interesting... You have no idea who this man is. Yeah, my... my, uh, my uh, uh, Collins was just looking, and he saw he has no idea who Hank Green is, no which, shows, is. which okay. shows how detached he is from certain subject matter. But, yeah. Fair. Ouch. That hurt, but fair. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Um... But yeah, I, th- I think because of, and also because he's, again, even as I think Hank Green's like an elder millennial or whatever, his reach is down all the way down. Like the Gen Z kids love him because he is to them what Bill Nye was to us. But instead of regular science, it's poli sci or, or social science. Yeah. You know what? Or actually, just knowledge in general. So I'm looking at him in number one bearded version of him is best. He looks like what I want Adam Conover to be. 
<laughs> I get why you would wow. say that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Adam, we love. I mean, I love you. I don't know about Collins, but <laughs> you, you do. You you already know from that answer. You can infer. <laughs> but at the uh, same at, at the same time, uh, the interesting thing about that pick is is he is a decidedly more neutral person than any of the other people who we've mentioned so far. So he just gets the answers. Yeah. Yes, and, and and I think yeah. that would be a big thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and my my second alternate is, um, I don't know if you guys are going to know this person, but uh, I've been following their career for a while now. It's a British rapper by the name of Akila. Oh, uh, uh, light skin dude with uh with with locks, right? Yes, I know who it is. I yeah. think you yeah. actually played one of my, one of his rap songs for me. Uh, he, has, he has spoken. He has given uh talk multiple TED talks. He's spoken about African history and history in general, uh, all over the world. He is both a rapper and a scholar. He's presented at Oxford and all those prestigious schools like that. Like the man's mind is uncanny. It's uncanny. Um, And I enjoy watching him talk to people because even in his interviews, he, he kind of takes over the interview when they're interviewing him. Like he directs everything. You know what I mean? They'll ask him a question, but then he'll like answer the question and then give context to his answer and then like direct it to where they have to answer. Like he, he really commands the room when he starts talking to people and start informing people about things. And he really becomes like a teacher in that, in that respect. And that's something that I've seen be valuable for the role of host of the daily show. You know what I find really funny right now is that with just your two alternates, I'm more excited about what the Daily Show could be than any of the people that they already have listed. That says a lot about. Uh, does the killer have a? Uh... I, 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 I want to say this though. I specifically picked people because Trevor was, and I no offense to Trevor Noah, seven years ago, Trevor Noah was daggone near a nobody. Like he had a special. No, he had two. 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 Two specials. I apologize. But he was like a young and he was he was just getting to the point where he was breaking into the business of comedy, at least on the American scene. And he got the 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 daily show and was able to use his personality and the platform that he was given to drive both the Daily Show and himself into the stratosphere just by taking the regular people's questions and stuff and just being so relatable, I guess is what it is. I mean, it's, it's the really reason. like this is, your, this is your cousin Trevor from South Africa. Oh, cousin Trevor, hey, it's like it's weird. But yeah, like you have to explain all the times you had to like he had to learn things about American culture that we that we never really thought about. And like because we took it for granted. Just, yeah. So like I think somebody else that's an outsider who is known 
outside in the world, but not really known in America could be a big, a big boost. You know what I mean? But that's, that's kind of why I chose uh, Aquila. So uh, that's, that's my picks. All right. Go ahead then, uh, Brother Wolf. What you got? So <clears throat> he's smiling too much. I'm already mad. I see um, my brother Rev Ross went the, went the uh, intellectual picks. He went the intellectual picks. I did not. <laughs> First of all, my number one dream pick as far as the Daily Show is concerned, the number one host. Beloved, if you said DC Nelson, I'm a beast. Beloved by all. Wait, 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 wait. What'd you say, Rev? <laughs> if, if I say DC Young Fly, that's what he said. But once he hears this, he might even be even more upset. Okay, so the number one pick, beloved by all, currently. The person who everybody wants to sign to do anything, The Rock. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's too busy. He's too busy. That's too easy. That's too no, too busy. He's entertaining. Everybody loves him. He's the. Uh, he's. He, uh, there is. He is the. Um, Look, I already told you the only person who could beat The Rock if he ran for president is Tom Brady. And that, and that's the perfect reason why he would be the perfect pick. This would put him in the political eye. For for everybody, well, not just the it would put him further into the eye of people thinking that he's serious, that he's going for something further, even though it is a comedy news show. You know, do hold back on that. But the fact that this will put him further into the light of, hey, this man can hold a conversation with these guests who he's going to have on there. Not very many people would turn down an interview with The Rock. Because you know what the implications of turning down an interview with The Rock would mean mm -hmm. as far as Hollywood is concerned, as far as political people are concerned in D.C., turning down The Rock would be huge. Because so, you have just uh, uh, alienated yourself from the column, common man. Exactly. So that's my reason why he would be a perfect pick for this because both sides would definitely want to be on the show and communicate with him and talk to him and find oh, out God. what he has to say. I get it. I okay. just think that... Rock is trying to make money right now. Number one, he's trying to save the yeah. hellhole that's the DC universe. He, right, right. He, <laughs> no, that actually, is a farther, think, think, that is a harder de a job definitely to do than, than and this. And he's trying to bring the XFL back. Yeah. So, I mean, for him to do that too. I, I, yeah, I really think the, that Dwayne Rock Johnson is a little bit too busy right now to do the show. Plus, I, it doesn't feel like something he would enjoy. Oh, like, no, I don't think he, I believe he would enjoy it. it. I, I think he would enjoy it, bro. I disagree with you on that one completely. The, the, the time, though, you're I right. Mean, I, I, look, I, like I said, I've been wrong before. I will be wrong again. I know. But in this one, I just, mm, in this one, I just don't see him really enjoy. Well, especially with the time he has to put in for this. Like, the Daily Show's kind of intensive. you got to do but you, Like I said before stuff. with like, Sarah Silverman, you have a team. You I are mean, not doing this by yourself. The, to be... Uh, I, I, I totally understand that. But he still has to be acquainted with the... With the he has to have a, an acquaintance with the knowledge before. You know what I mean? I mean... So, I, I don't know. I, I always think about the fact of how, um, you know, he was uh, he, he went from several different um, career paths and everything like that in order to go ahead and go there. 
but also uh the the fact that the uh, the rock has uh has had a a, a past uh that has gone from uh, one different uh section to another different section to another different section whereas he can go and transverse those lines you know i get you yeah, i mean if you want to say you're going to say anybody i would i mean the rock he, he brings the people he gets the people going so i can't get mad at that it's just at some point i don't know whether his persona would eclipse the show you know what I mean? Like, The Look, Rock I, himself is kind of bigger than The Daily Show. Like, you, you know what I mean? Actually, you know what? I would like to go ahead and see, like, on YouTube or or Twitter. And because also, he has the sitcom, Young Rock. Yeah. yeah. So I want to know how many followers The Rock has versus The Daily Show. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. All right. Like, I'm serious. I'm like, The Rock himself as an, as an entity... I think it's kind of, it's, I mean, I think it's bigger than The Daily Show. Like, it's not a platform that he needs. That's what I'm also kind of getting at. You know what I mean? He, he doesn't have, the, it's not necessary for The Rock to use The Daily Show to grow his, his, his platform. His platform is huge already. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Finding something. Doing scientific research as we speak. Uh, Brother Wolf is my witness. <laughs> Well, while he does, while he while he does some research on on the rock and uh, information for that, um, Daily Show has more subscribers: ten million versus the Rock six million. So there you go. He he could actually pick up a few, but um, uh, but if he if he did want to make up, uh, we're talking about on YouTube, mind you, not like yeah. worldwide. But um. If if he did want to start making political aspirations, as many people have thought that he might do, this, this would way. be a route, a route to do it. Uh, my other alternative would piggybacking off of what you said before, and I wrote it down long before you said it, but piggybacking off of it, Roy Wood Jr. would be a great follow-up for me as far as hosting because out of all of the correspondence, he is probably the out of the current correspondence he's the most well known and that's, that's and probably the f- fucking funniest i don't know some people would would debate that but he is i i would say he is hilarious <laughs> but there are some people that uh, you know think Diz- desi is fun there are uh, some people that think um uh uh oh no. what is that guy's name yeah oh, um, i'm a Keep going. I'm sorry. I just had no, an idea. No. Who, I'm gonna uh, it a little is, bit. Uh, um, who is the, the 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 Asian gentleman's name? I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember right now. That that's that. Don't even worry about it. You you the fact that you can't remember it proves uh, no, first, point. It, it shows I'm a little bit uncultured in it, but also. Or oh, your elderly is catching up. Yeah, all my elderly is catching up. But yeah, they they got uh, the the other people have have fans, but. Being who we are, we know Roy. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. His clip Titanics is a hilarious bit. I love that one. That, that that's just stand up. That has nothing to do with the Daily Show, but that's just hilarious. Um, so wait, um, so we got uh Roy Wood in The Rock. And The Rock's your number one, right? Yeah, The Rock's my number one. Okay. If if I was the Daily Show, I would be on the phone right now <laughs> calling the Rock's agents and be like, "There's some way we can make this work." 
there's some way we can make this work. All right. So uh, for my alternates, keeping it moving, trying to figure out who the hell I was going to go for. And I wanted to make sure I picked a male and a female. Uh, my two females, uh, I, I had to not dismiss, but she remains on the backup call list was Tiffany Haddish, but I had to go with Kat Dennings. I believe in an interview format, she could go ahead and succeed. And if you have the back and forth, you let the correspondents do the heavy lifting for her. And she's attracting enough that you want to see her. And going back to what I said about Al Franken, I've never felt threatened by her. Whereas, like, she might be snarky, but I'll be like, okay, I'm just not going to listen or whatever. So that's an alternate. That's not the best option. My option, my number one alternate, I was about to go with John Cena. When I, before we, we recorded, I looked you in the eye and said, I or J, right? Yeah. And so instead of John Cena, my number one alternate is Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Think about it for a second. He's been the arena before. He's been interviewed before. And my question is this. Say what you want. Who you think is bullying Ice Cube? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> we be coming. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, he's, ah, he's nobody. Had, He's had great interviews mm -hmm. as a youngster. You know what I mean? Like when he was first part of NWA and people were saying, well, what about this? What about this? And he's like, um, that's a great point, but you're dismissing this part of uh, the, the facts. You know what I mean? And the NWA biopic, quote unquote, straight out of Compton said it best. We have no access to the, to, to the trading routes. How are AKs getting into my neighborhood? You know what I mean? I don't own, <laughs> what does Shine say? I don't own the ports of boats. How are we getting coke? You know, so it's a very interesting conversation that you'd have to ask. And at this point, Ice Cube has done Disney movies, so he knows how to act in public. <laughs> I was getting ready to say the only people that can boss him around are the kids from over there yet. <laughs> and Neil Long. Neil Long can oh, boss us man. all around. From Love Jones to now, Neil Long can boss us around. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it, it just occurred to me that we are probably perhaps forgetting what would probably be the best idea for them to go forward would be if they just stole the whole bit. And I'm, this is going to be hilarious. But if they just, if the Daily Show was just like, hey, SNL, we're just going to steal Rotate. Michael Che and Colin Ghost. We're just going to steal them. They're going to run the Daily Show together. You brought this up. Brother Wolf brought this up earlier. Um, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a fan of Michael Shea. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I literally brought up the, the fact um, Collins was saying, who are my favorite SNL uh, current because uh, we were talking about Al Franken and Leslie host. Jones being SNL. All right. And um and I was like, Michael Shea is in my top three of current uh SNL people. You know? Um it, the the other two just recently uh just recently left. Um uh Kristen Wig and um Pete, uh, Pete Davidson, they both left last last year. No, uh Keenan Keenan wasn't wasn't also one of them. Keenan was ahead of Kristen Wiig. Yeah, but uh, Keenan is still there. So, yeah. That's not the point. Maya Rudolph, if you're free, <laughs> I'll, I'll make you a delicious drink. <laughs> I have no problem having a little bit of time. We could talk big mouth. We could, we could do lots of things. Just letting you know, Colin says hi. 
according to her, like a uh, part on that, she was the font. You know, according to SNL, she was the fun aunt. She's the font. <laughs> That's not all she gonna be. <laughs> and so, those were our choices for <laughs> take over the Daily Show. So, you want to take guys listen to the Big Smart Podcast? <laughs> so, wait, 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 wait. Do we want to even vote for it, or we just want to throw those out there and say, "Here, Comedy Central, we do a better job than you." Oh, oof. Well, according to I Dave mean, Chappelle, anybody could. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Do we do we want to go to put a little vote and just say, hey, take this and go with it? I mean, based off well, of take that and go with it. If, if we were scoring it, like we don't need to vote. Yeah, if we were scoring it, we would basically be saying right now it would be in between uh Cal Penn and uh, Sarah Silverman because they hit on two lists and on one list they were one and three and on the other list they were two and two. Fair enough. I was keeping track. So okay. Cal's one on mine now, so it's one and two. Yeah, that no Cal's one, one and one. No, no, no. Oh, Cal's number one, one and one. one. Oh, he's on, I thought he was number three. Yeah. Oh, no, no, it was one. It was one and one. No, I, one and one, and then uh, and two and three for uh, for Silverman. Okay, right? Or two and two. two it and was two. two and two. Okay, Silverman yeah. Was, okay, was, so it would Silverman be counted. Was for both of y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it would be counted. So, I meant the alternates. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, first of all, if the Rock doesn't win this, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so Rock versus Ice Cube. <laughs> Only people who wins is the fucking ticking gate. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with that said, I guess brothers is closing time. <laughs> What's Ice Cube's finishing move? A baseball bat? <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like it'd be like something off the top ropes called a good day. There we go. It was a good day. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Benchmark Podcast, a product of Benchmark Media, LLC, where we always attempt to establish a positive benchmark. We would like to remind everyone that the views and opinions expressed are strictly the views and opinions of each individual, and those views do not reflect the stance of Benchmark Media. Any opinion stated is not to be construed as professional advice or help. Please contact a professional for any help you may require. We would like to thank all of our guests for today and also for contributions of our listening family. Remember to contact us at therealbenchmarkpodcast at gmail.com or www.therealbenchmarkpodcast.com or you can follow us on social media, Facebook, or Instagram. And if you'd like to be a friend of the show, you can donate to us on our PayPal. You can give me a drink. All rights reserved by Benchmark Media, LLC.